0: Welcome to Crump Insights, exploring timely life insurance and retirement planning topics for today's forward-thinking financial professionals. In this episode, life insurance, protection for you and your loved ones. I'm Brian Bushlack, your host for this series and an active life and health insurance producer. Joining us, Karma McCauley. J.D., Vice President, Advanced Sales at Crump Life Insurance Services. Well, Karma, thank you so much for joining us. As many of our listeners know, September is Life Insurance Awareness Month. Could you maybe speak about the importance of getting protection for you and your loved ones? Absolutely,
1: Brian. So, you know, every year I really look forward to Life Insurance Awareness Month. I think it's a great opportunity to promote life insurance. We start seeing more commercials about insurance on TV. I don't know if if many of the listeners have noticed, but they're definitely out there. A lot more articles around insurance planning come out. There's just, I guess, more dialogue in general on life insurance in September. But really, we should be having these discussions all year long, right? Because Making sure that families are protected and and that their planning goals are met, I, I believe, is really what life insurance is all about. So I can't tell you the number of times that I've seen instances where life insurance really meant the difference in things like children being able to go to college or spouses not having to sell off assets to live off of or even family businesses continuing after the death of an owner. And just so many other situations where life insurance benefits really did play a crucial role in accomplishing the goals of the client and everything came to fruition. That all began with the discussion somewhere around the need for life insurance, right? So that discussion had to take place at the very beginning. So the way I look at September and Life Insurance Awareness Month, I really look at that as sort of a kickoff, hopefully to discussions that are going to be taking place over the course of the next year.
0: Yeah, so many great points to pick up on there. And, you know, this is a, a month we focus on it, but it should be the focus year round. And, you know, I want to talk about the client objections. This is where this conversation often starts in getting life insurance. How can financial professionals overcome common objections?
1: I think, Brian, that the two most common objections that I have heard over the course of my career where it comes to life insurance is either I can't afford it or I don't need it. And really what that tells me is that we did not do a very good job on the front end explaining life insurance and how it works. So there's lots of of misunderstandings when it comes to life insurance. And when I hear those objections, it tells me most of the time that one of two factors are at play, or sometimes both of them are at play. So first, clients want to know that this life insurance that we're proposing for them is not going to impact their lifestyle needs, right? They want to make sure that it's going to fit in with their budget. But there's so many different types of policies that are available and different ways that we can structure them there's usually likely a policy that will fit every budget. Now, we also have lots of tools available to us where we can run different simulations to proof out the affordability and to show clients that the plan that we're proposing actually is within their budget, or it's not gonna impact those lifestyle needs. Finally, there's lots of different ways that they can pay the premium, especially if if tax efficiency is a concern. So if we're looking at things like, you know, maybe avoiding gift tax or, um, you know, just paying it in the most income tax efficient manner, there's different ways that we can look at paying a premium or structuring premium payment techniques so that we can make sure that we're doing it the most efficient way possible for the client. So really, it's our job to show clients that that policy that we're proposing is a good fit for them economically. Now to that second objection of, I don't need it, clients a lot of times are not familiar with all the benefits that life insurance can provide. And I think that's true pretty much across the board. I don't think that there's a certain planning area that that doesn't apply to. They just don't understand a lot of times the different ways that it can fit into their overall long-term plan. So I think it's our job to ask the right questions, right? We have to be asking the right questions on the front end and then really listening to the responses that they're giving us because we have to be able to listen well enough to know where life insurance is a possible solution. Life insurance isn't just about income replacement at death, but now that's the way clients think of it. They think of it as income replacement at death, but that's not the only thing that it can do. You know, life insurance is very helpful for things like equalizing inheritances, for example, between children, or maybe retaining that one key employee who is just integral to their family business even providing tax-advantaged income in retirement. So a lot of clients don't realize that there are lifetime benefits to life insurance as well. And also life insurance can be used to address uh, key long-term care concerns. All of that can be accomplished with life insurance. So I think really the key there is listening to the client and then matching the life insurance solution to whatever particular need or goal it is that they've expressed.
0: Yeah, that's a great point is... Asking questions and listening to your clients, not trying to sell them something. So great points there. You know, you touched on this earlier about the importance of life insurance. And I think that's a big part of it is where the listening part comes in karma is instead of trying to push something on them, sitting back and letting them tell you about their situation, what their concerns are, right? And then being able to offer, you know, those solutions and that advice, right?
1: You know, Brian, I totally agree with that, and oftentimes what happens is our clients are coming to us with a particular goal or a concern, right? That's what they know they have. They don't know that they have a need, for example, for life insurance, but they do know that they have a goal or a concern. In my mind, we're here to provide solutions, not sell product. We're here to provide solutions to those goals or those concerns. And those, it's those solutions that are going to, to provide our clients peace of mind. They're not going to be generally thrilled that they bought a life insurance product. They're going to be thrilled that they've found a solution to whatever it is that's keeping them up at night. So for the reasons that we just talked about, and there's probably a hundred more that I could rattle off, life insurance can provide a way to address those planning concerns. You know, I think that a lot of people still view life insurance through a very narrow lens. It's used to protect their families by maybe replacing their income if they were to die prematurely. And don't get me wrong now, that that is a very important function of life insurance. And we see situations, you know, all the time where, um, unfortunately, people do die prematurely. And that death benefit is what keeps the family afloat. But life insurance can also address so many other scenarios that clients are not even familiar with, whether it be estate planning, maybe certain business planning needs, Um, a great use of life insurance is in the charitable planning arena if they happen to be charitably inclined. We can even use it to provide executive benefits to their top employees. I really don't know of another product that can offer that same kind of versatility that life insurance can offer. Clients oftentimes, when you say to them, if you're talking to them about long-term financial planning, their mind automatically is going to go to things like stocks and mutual funds and maybe investing in real estate or even tax-advantaged products like bonds. They don't think of life insurance. So educating them around how life insurance can be a fit for both their lifetime planning and their planning after death I think is one of the key roles of a good life insurance professional.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned uh, you know the legacy piece here too. And for business owners out there who will go to great lengths from a legal standpoint to draft documents in the event of something happening, hey, why not just buy a life insurance policy? I know that there are certain legal strategies out there that are very effective, but a nice blanket, a security blanket is that life insurance policy, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we see that all the time. We see, especially in the business context, we see where business owners fail to think that, and let's face it, it makes sense, right? They're in the business of doing what they do. They're building these businesses oftentimes from the ground up. It's a lot of work. They have tons of sweat equity in the business, and they're just not thinking in terms of what happens if I'm not around anymore, or what happens if this key person who I rely on every day is not around anymore, so I think that, that again, is part of our job is to listen to how is it that they run their business you know, on a day-to-day basis and then ask the right questions, ask what would happen if they weren't around or that key person weren't around or, for example, their business partner, what would happen if something happened to that person. Life insurance can address a whole lot of those business, those planning needs in the business context, and I think that especially... In that business context, it's not always transparent to the client or a lot of times even to the financial advisor where life insurance might be a possible fit.
0: I want to ask you maybe kind of a different question too, because I think there's an assumption made that you know this is something that's purchased on the lives of men. It's dad, it's grandpa, whoever it may be, but more and more women in the workplace are making a lot of money are playing key roles. So this is a a unique planning challenge for women as well who really need to be thinking about this like maybe they haven't thought about it before, right?
1: Yeah, it really is. You know, women tend to face some very unique challenges when it comes to planning that, again, are not necessarily readily apparent that we don't always think about. So like you've pointed out, I I tend to think that in our grandparents' generation, life insurance, that discussion would have centered around making sure the husband was insured in case he died prematurely so that the family would have enough to live on. But the concerns around women and their planning needs, those discussions have changed dramatically today. So last year, it's kind of interesting, last year LEMRA did a study, it was a fascinating study. It focused on all kinds of different aspects of planning. But one of the key demographics that it really drilled down on was women. In that study, they found that 43% of women think that if they were to die prematurely, their family would face financial difficulty, 43% of women. Now, that may not seem like a really high statistic, but in comparison, only 38% of men said the same thing. So women were actually five percentage points higher than the men in the study. So in other words, what I think that is saying there is that women have identified that they they have a planning need for both maybe themselves and their families, but they're not satisfied that they've done an adequate job making sure that those goals are met and that their families are going to be taken care of. As you pointed out, women really are increasingly being recognized for the important roles that they, they serve in society. And that's a great thing. And it, it's leading us to A need for awareness, both of women's challenges and the relevant solutions, especially in the financial planning industry. So I think that maybe three of the unique challenges that women face are less earning power, increased family responsibilities, and longer life expectancies. So we know that women on average earn, you know, somewhere around, statistics can vary, but somewhere around 82% of their male counterparts. So they're making less money, but they're also more likely to have to leave the workforce at some point in time to care for family members. That may be children, you know, they may, may stay at home with their kids when they're young, or they may leave to take care of aging parents, but they're more likely to be the ones that are providing that care. In fact, it was interesting, I recently saw a statistic that said that 75% of care providers for aging parents are women, primarily daughters. So that tells us that, you know, the likelihood is a substantial number of those women had to leave their jobs to be able to take care, often had to leave their jobs to be able to take care of those aging parents. When you add to that the fact that on average women live about 5.7 years longer than men, you have a really interesting situation where you have women who are working for fewer years because they've left the workforce, you know, in and out. They're earning less. Therefore, they're generally going to be saving less, right, if they're earning less, so they have less saved for retirement, but they're outliving their male counterparts, so they actually need savings for a longer period of time. So, you know, I think that whether we're talking about a woman who might be the primary breadwinner for her family and need solutions in case that income stops, or we're looking at a woman who might be looking for solutions in retirement, those discussions around how life insurance can provide those solutions are really critical to make sure that her concerns and goals are going to be met.
0: I want to wrap this up by asking about policy review. We've touched on that in previous podcasts, but I think it's worth revisiting because this offers us a tremendous opportunity to revisit this. And it's a tremendous opportunity because things change, don't they?
1: Oh, absolutely. Things change. So, you know, I think policy reviews is one of the simplest actions that can result in the greatest benefit to clients that we have in our playbook. So historically, I think that a lot of our clients, and oftentimes actually even advisors, they sort of look at life insurance as a one-and-done kind of thing, right? It's something they know they need to do. So they go out and they buy this policy, they put it in a drawer somewhere, and sort of forget about it. And as long as their premiums are being paid, in their minds, they're good to go. But really, as people age, their needs change. That policy that they bought, you know, in their early 30s, maybe for income replacement, might not be needed for that purpose once they've accumulated substantial wealth. They may not need income replacement anymore. But they may need insurance for a different reason. So maybe they need it to pay estate taxes or for one of these business purposes that we talked about. Add to that the fact that life insurance products are continually evolving. We're constantly seeing new kinds of policies emerge. Often there's new benefits that can be added to policies to make them a better fit for clients. So take long-term care writers, for example. A client who purchased that life insurance policy in their 30s that we talked about for income replacement, at that point, they probably weren't thinking much about what would happen if they got sick and had a need for care for an extended period of time, for example. However, as they age and they see it happening to people around them, that might become a very real concern for them. By exchanging that older policy that they bought in their 30s for a new one that includes a long-term care writer, They can still plan for death benefit. There's still that death benefit associated uh, with it, so they can still use that to accomplish their goals. But they also could be covered in the event of a long-term care need with that rider. Oftentimes, older policies can be exchanged tax-free for new policies that are better suited to their needs. So the Internal Revenue Code has a section that allows us to exchange old policies for new policies most of the time, and it's not necessarily a taxable event. Sometimes the coverage, what we'll see is even, you know, if we're looking at an exchange, the amount of coverage might be appropriate. So maybe they've the amount of death benefit that they have is exactly what they need, but we could get it for them cheaper. Maybe we can lower that premium they're paying, or sometimes we can even structure it so that there's no more premium due at all. So policy reviews really can uncover all kinds of opportunities for clients. And the cool part about it is there's virtually no effort on the client's part at all. We just need to get their information and their consent to review the policy. At the very least, they leave the review with the peace of mind, knowing that their insurance is still working for them. So sometimes we review a policy and it's perfect. It's exactly what they need right now. And they leave with that peace of mind. But they may leave with a policy that is much better suited for their current situation.
0: Well, Karma, certainly a timely and very important conversation. We appreciate you joining us
1: pleasure, Brian. Thank you so much for having
0: me. Crump Life Insurance Services, a leading third-party distributor and service provider of insurance and retirement products, is part of Truest Insurance Holdings Incorporated, the seventh largest insurance broker in the world. Crump supports the distribution of life insurance, annuities, long-term care, linked benefits, disability, and health products with the industry's premier sales and back office support and technology services. Marketing under the following brands, Crump, Truest Life Insurance Services, Risk Writer, TELUS, and Time. Source, Business Insurance Magazine using 2019 Brokerage Revenue Generated, 2020 issue. For financial professional use only, not intended for use in solicitation of sales to the public not intended to recommend the use of any product or strategy for any particular client or class of clients. For use with non-registered products only. Crump operates under the license of Crump Life Insurance Services Incorporated. Arkansas license number 100103477. Products and programs offered through Crump are not approved for use in all states. Copyright 2022, Crump Life Insurance Services, Incorporated.